going on? It's the Film Drunk Broadcast. We're coming at you, not live, from the frock quarters across the nation. Super not live! <laughs> All across, we're everywhere now. We're just going to set up a different uh, fraught uh, cell. What do you call it? Not a sickle cell. Uh, uh, a cell, like a terror cell? cell. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're coming at you from three separate sickle cells. I don't know why. A sick, a sick ass cell, dude. There like we go. A cell that's fucking sick. Yeah. So we were uh, hopefully. Hell yeah. Like usually we record this with Matt talking into his mic uh, and his own recorder, but his SD cards or, not or, working. Or in the same location. Sometimes we do it in the same location. Yeah. Sometimes. And that's like the that's the best usually. And then mm. sometimes I have my Zoom, you have your Zoom, we go remote. And sometimes you buy a brand new fucking SD card, and your your H4 Zoom reader won't fucking read it. It just says that there's no card or card error. Yeah. So we apologize if the sound's bad. It might you know there's not much we can do. But on the plus side, we got a returning guest, Ms. Jane Harrison. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. Hell there she yeah. is. Return of the Mac. It's, That's me. It's getting late in New York, but you're young. You can handle it. No, I am not. I am a sleepy McGee now. I go to bed at 11.30, baby. <laughs> That's, a good, That's a good time. What time is it over there? It's like 10.30-ish. Oh, yeah. Dude, you're close to you're close to bedtime. Mm-hmm. But somebody had too many SD card problems. I'm sorry. I'm sorry about my SD. S my D. We're having fun. <laughs> uh, I'm like so stressed out from this SD problem. But I, the way I look at it is like, listen, the Frogcast fans out there, you know I love you. Uh, you we know you love us. Like. Through hell or high water, you're going to listen to this content. My right? dad's going to love this app. I <laughs> hope so, dude. Mm-hmm. This is... Oh, we got all sorts of problems. Well, we can't play computer audio, but that's okay. We'll figure oh, it out. Oh, that's fine. Uh, okay. I hate when you play clips anyway, so. Uh, yeah, no one likes clips. Just add them in post like all the good podcasts do. That's right. I was going to play Misbehaving because I really liked it. What is you mean, misbehaving? You mean ain't misbehaving? No, it's from uh, Righteous Gemstones. Oh, you know what? I only watched one episode of that, and I didn't Me like too. it. Me too. What? It's good. It's so good. I'm too busy with Succession. Mm. First of all, Succession is the greatest television show ever made, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah, yeah. but you just triple them up, dude. You get Succession, you get Righteous Gemstones, and then you watch uh, fucking The Deuce all in a row. Those are all good to watch in a row, but... I, my problem is Righteous Gemstones. Okay, so for anyone who listens to our uh, Patreon podcast on the death of Dick Long, it's not out yet, problem... so none of no one's listened to it. We're yeah, safe. Probably no. Oh, we haven't we haven't put that one out yet. No, no, because the movie's not out yet. I thought it'd be weird to just have a podcast about a movie no one can see yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Right, but right. When you do listen to it, you'll you'll see that everything I love about the death of Dick Long, uh, I is what I just do not like about Righteous Gemstones. It's just like they're doing. Yeah, D- Danny McBride is from the South and whatnot, but I still feel like they're all doing all South Face. The, all the directors. I mean, that's fair. It's a little jokey, but I think. Once you I'm personally offend, offended as a Southerner. I'm yeah, like, that is not representative of my people. Exactly, exactly. You're, you know, you're a Southerner, Jane, and <laughs> like, 
The, the, I don't even see people putting peanuts in their Coke on that show. That's not doesn't happen. There's not enough racism. Yeah. There's not um, enough denim. Sure. Is there yeah, a lot, a lot of denim? A lot of denim in the South? Seems too hot yeah. for denim. I would never wear denim if I was in a humid You climb. ever been Texas boy? It's all denim. Denim? Denim, dude. Get the rope. That's what get they the say. Get the goddamn rope. Whoa, but, that sounded weird. <laughs> Listen, dude, we're going to get canceled immediately because mm. of this podcast. I'm so excited. No, dude, cancel culture is not real. Dude, cancel, cancel culture. You ever think about that? <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Like, what if you could cancel, what if the last thing you canceled was cancel culture? Like, Whoa. that's when, uh, that's like when Ter- Terminator 2, when he's like, there's still one more to kill. I have to kill me. And right. then he, he drowns himself <laughs> in the lava. Like, that's like cancel culture by the very end of it. Like, it's like when a black hole eats itself up and then just disappears. It'll be like uh, it'll be like a blogger, you know, will be like, I'm the last one to go. And then they just drown in the lava. They put their thumbs up. <laughs> they, think peace, they do a think piece on themselves. Yeah, exactly. They do a thing. <laughs> That's actually a great idea. We should. I'm gonna do that for McSweeney's because I'm a woman and I need more representation. So. You are. You are a woman and a representation. That's hella true, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, I need representation. I mean, an oh. agent or a manager. Do you oh. know anyone? <laughs> oh, I got you. I thought you were saying that you were representation all of yourself. Like I am woman. Hear me, representation. Yes. Exactly. Hear me cancel myself. I'm canceled. <laughs> yeah. I'm what self-canceling. About, what about uh so wait, do you have that Shane Gillis? We gonna talk about it? Well I was gonna oh, ask God. about I was gonna ask about uh succession now that we know you guys we know you guys have seen a thing. That we've all seen a thing. I don't all make right, words yeah. good. Let's so I guess we'll start off with content. I keep reading these broads online, uh which these is who? broads what's what i call ladies now the broads right. keep hearing these broads uh talk about are how you they... in the movie swingers what's going on <laughs> do they use the broads in swingers i don't think so they must um, is it babies is it chicks dames what dames. do they call them in swingers i don't remember Lappers. beautiful no beautiful babies that's what they call them Oof, that's worse too. somehow than broads yeah i agree yeah it really is it's kind of that means they want to fuck babies yeah <laughs> That's true, yeah. Just like fresh out of the womb when it's still all like steamy. Yeah. Slimy on the outside, slimy on the inside. All right. <laughs> what a weird era where they were just pretending to be in from the 40s, like straight up. It's very strange. I mean, do you think that's like rocket bellies now? I feel like the yeah. uh, Fedora guys on the internet are still kind of stuck in that. Like they kind of came to the, like idolizing the 40s too late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or guys in Livermore. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. I saw a guy on Tinder from Livermore, and he looked exactly like a guy from Livermore. And I was like, "Oh, people still do that, huh?" And yeah, you're like, "Oh, hey, could you maybe liver less?" Oh, Vince, right? You know what I'm saying? No, but why uh, are you the host of this show? <laughs> well, because our actual host died. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> if you want to know the real answer, I inherited a- the hosting gig here. Yeah. Way I'm gonna bring it up, dude. I'm a classic <laughs> fail child, just inheriting my way into uh, the hosting ship of a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I keep reading about these broads online saying they got a crush on, Ken- on. Kendall Roy from Succession. 
which You're trying to get us. I read that. Th- I read that piece. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Uh, wait, do, do you have a crush on Kendall? Do you have a crush yeah. on Kendall? I've seen it from like three separate people that I follow, being like, "Oh, I have a I weird crush." I get it. I, Kendall is the drug addict. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's hot. Yeah, like, I get it. He's broken. It's fun. They, they oh, is that it? I get character? it. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah, that's weird. Like, would he be hot? Is it because he's broken, or is it because he has like really good posture? That's the one thing he's got going for him: really good posture. That's a great posture, dude. Yeah, but his head positioning is all off. Oh, it's his, way off. His his yeah. back is straight, but his head is always like right at the ground. You know what's weird? He has. I don't know if this is weird to say. He has sad lips, mm-hmm. and I've never seen that before on someone. They're just tiny and downturned. They're they're just sad. They're crying lips. Mm-hmm. Little tears leaking out. Little, little saliva. Little tear lips. Yeah. Um. I mean. I, I mean, he's got like hot. he's got like the narrowest shoulders I've ever seen, combined with a yeah. really long neck, which is like yeah. a he's got like a a giraffe like llama effect going on a little bit. Totally I want to hug him and let him cry, and then m- maybe fuck him. Let him it. cry. <laughs> let the tears <laughs> I, fall down my neck. I think that's what it is. Is that it's because he's so vulnerable in this season uh, that maybe. Maybe that's hot. I don't know. He's a raw nerve, baby. He is a raw nerve. He's a raw ass nerve. That's true. And everyone wants to suck a raw nerve. Yeah, suck on it. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) What is a dick or a clit but a raw nerve? It really is just a bunch of raw nerves. That's exactly what a dickhead is and a a clit. Same thing. Same principle. It's just like putting your tongue on a 9-volt battery. Exactly. Yeah. Buzz, buzz. You're like kiss him and he'd start crying and you're like oh man this is a lot i love it yeah (laughs) you want to take care of him did you really find your mom's uh vibrator when you were looking for an sd card or was you were you just doing a bit um well you know to be honest it's one of those things that we said uh you know before we pressed record (laughs) i know that's why i was asking you about it so we could get it down on tape I mean, if I'm being totally honest, here's the thing. I was looking everywhere for an SD card, and I couldn't find an SD card. So you went to your mom's toy box that says, toy box, do not open mat. Exactly. (laughs) And you thought, maybe there's an SD card in here, in this red leather box. See, he he got it wrong. It actually said box toys, and that's why, Um, yeah. What I thought was like there was a chance, maybe. So, no, see this. It that... said box toys. That's <laughs> no, that's we why... heard it. No, we heard oh, okay. it. I thought, oh, okay. it was I, I, I thought there was like a like something wrong with the the phone line for a second there. No, let, let the audience laugh at it. Sure. We don't need to laugh. Yeah, what okay. the fuck? What was this for? Is it for <laughs> us? Or is it for the fans? It's dude? for us by us. Oh uh, yeah, it's Fubu. <laughs> uh, maybe I thought that some. You know, vibrators these days have memory cards in them. The point is, is I was looking for anything with a memory card, and uh, I couldn't, I couldn't find anything. And I found some things in general that I don't really want to talk about all that much, Vince. <laughs> you know, I'm a changed man. I'm not like Mister. Oh, he goes around and fucks fish and stuff. Like that's old me, dude. Sure. sure. New, new me is fucking private and woke. What? <laughs> new me is. I'm private, I'm woke, uh, I'm fucking, I'm always just shiggity-checking myself before I riggity-wreck myself. Okay, and okay, that's good. Listen, I got a career now. I'm part of the mythical crew. 
I am having a good mythical morning. <laughs> Are you part of the official crew now? Well, yeah. I mean, I'm a cast, a cast member. Oh. What does that? Does that? Yeah. Do you get to like wear the little hats? Uh, do you get? Do, I got a free do you, hat. Do you get to play on this? I don't know. What do you guys do with it? Is there an initiation? Do you get hazed? No, you just, it's all hazing. Every time I'm there, it's a new hazing. Hey, eat this cricket, you know? <laughs> hey, why don't you try dipping dipping some fucking weird shit into a bowl of whatever the fuck? Okay, <laughs> I'll do anything for 400 bucks. <laughs> do you really have to eat crickets? I don't have to. I get to. <laughs> Man, Matt, I'm so proud that you're making it in comedy. Dude, I've made it so hard in comedy. It's crazy, dude. But all I have to do to keep it going is have four jobs and two podcasts. <laughs> and eat crickets for money. Listen, when I eat crickets every time, I think to myself, you know what? The jokes write themselves. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is, you know? yeah, that's the joke. Yeah. It's very I conceptual. I don't need to write some jokes right now because it's, it's writing right now. I crunch on the cricket. Ew. Boom. <laughs> joke. Everyone do you laughs. do that in your setup? You're like, so I'm on this show, and they make me eat crickets, and like that, you—that's how you bring the audience up to speed on that premise. Well, first I start off with, you ever heard of Al Jazeera? Oh yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I and then I go into, okay, you ever heard of eating crickets on the internet? <laughs> and then they go, hey, you ever heard of America's Funniest Home Videos? <laughs> Combine go, hey. all three of those. <laughs> it's and you have three out of five of the jobs that I have. <laughs> So many jobs, dude. Star Wars show, fucking uh, cricket show, fucking <laughs> just. You're building I'm those so, credits, man. Like once you get enough, oh, like very useful credits, dude. Very useful credits. You're gonna be you're gonna be in the comedy gold club, and then you get a seat at the comedy club with extra leg room. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And you get to bring like an extra backpack to the show on stage with you. I know. If I'm lucky, I'll get to die in a motel someday. Ooh, what so kind like, of motel? I, well, I hope it's a La Quinta. That's a pretty good motel. But do you oh, have... I, they made Drown in the pool. The Drown in the pool. Yeah, no, I'm going to die in the closet. Autoerotic asphyxiation. Fucking oh, kill Bill style. Cool. I mean, if you got to come, then it is cool. Yeah. Yeah. As a last act, do you ever worry that someone is going to take a clip from this podcast out of context and then and just embarrass you with it and get you fired from uh, all five of your jobs? Not as much as I worry about like getting into a car accident and dying and they open the trunk and they see the fuck machine. <laughs> like I'm way more worried about that. Yeah. Like that's, that's plausible. Did you steal like, a, a fuck machine and just drive off like Thelma and Louise? No, I just carry it around with me wherever I go because I never know if I where I'm going to be, right? And like yeah. sometimes, you know, I end up somewhere. I'm like, I could, I could catch a, a quick, uh, a quick banging, and then just get, you know, <laughs> my butt. <laughs> do you take it out to fuck it, or do you just like hop in the trunk? I go into the trunk. <laughs> And I, I turn on because I don't want anyone to see it happen, you know. You because you have a Honda Element, right? So you can like get in the. It's like it's big a, and square back there. Oh, no, it's a, it's a Honda Civic. Uh, so it's 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 a cramped space, but the cramped uh, like the claustrophobia is kind of my kink. So it adds. So yeah, it helps a lot. He likes confined spaces, quicksand, car trunks. Uh -huh. Uh, yeah, what do you think, um, Matt? Would be canceled for? Would it be like El Chapo, or which one would it be? 
Ooh, that's a good question. You know, all the bits, I feel like whenever you get canceled, it's going to be for a bit that you don't remember, you know? Right. Completely. It'll be absolutely a bit that I'm like, oh, right. You know, I I forgot about, uh, you know, fucking, you know, uh, you know, uh, the weird Polish character you did for no reason. No, it'll it'll be something. Just, no, nobody cares I, about Polish people. So. Yeah, it'll be like, I forgot about Down Syndrome uh, Handicap Boy. Oh, right. You, you oh, you know what it could be? It could be uh, your offensive impression of Roger Ebert. Yeah, but that's the thing. is like I don't know if I'd get canceled for that, because the only people who would complain would be like people without bottom jaws. <laughs> and... <laughs> And they, how, no one respects well, that. Well, yeah, what would they so, say? Well, how would they even uh, they, complain? I mean, I imagine that they'd probably be like, I don't condone this, SNL. So sorry. Yeah, you have to say that now every podcast you're on. I do not condone this podcast, SNL. Yeah. Very specifically. Lorne. Lauren, don't listen to him. Specifically, okay, so when that whole thing came out, my first thought was, oh, man, come on. Anyone can take something out of context from a podcast and make it sound worse than it is. But then I listened to it, and I'm like, we've been doing this podcast a long time, and I don't think there's a single time that any of us ever uttered a racial slur that wasn't in... Uh, I mean, maybe I'm wrong. Have you have you uttered a racial slur? I don't Let's, think so. I think maybe. Ourselves I feel right like now. maybe in the context of doing some sort of character or 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 like describing the subtext of of Uh-oh. a film, maybe. But like, I don't think so. I think that's only what place that would have come up. Yeah, as a quote, maybe. I've definitely I quoted guess... bullies like calling you know us the f word, but like not. I haven't like yeah. used it to describe a gay person. Yeah. There's yeah. Like, there's a weird thing to that clip because it's just like I know when people are like racism is never funny, but like that racism wasn't like objectively just wasn't funny. Like right. not racism isn't funny. It's like that just wasn't funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it seemed to be totally played for uh, a joke. Uh, it, it seemed to be played specifically like he just said. It seemed like he- they were killing time on the podcast. It did. Well, I mean, what is a podcast? But killing, <laughs> like killing time. Sure. I mean. Yeah, that's all we're doing is just documenting our. I know, but I feel like um, at least here we don't run out of stuff to talk about and go like, "Man, Chinatown's weird, right?" Yeah, yeah. What? That's true. That's true. I Uh, kept thinking I was missing context, and maybe I was. I I don't know. Like I saw that story. I watched the because I saw that story, and I was like, "Oh, that's fucked up." They're taking a clip from some old podcast he did, and then I watched the clip a month ago, and I was like, "Yeah, the clip's pretty bad." I don't know. Maybe there's some other context, and then I started to like delve. And then I got about five minutes in, and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going to go like delve some bad comedian's uh, online clips uh, to find out whether he should be fired from a show I don't watch anymore. Like, Right, yeah. I was it, like, it, I don't it, it fucking is... care about any of this. No. Yeah, it was just one of those things where it was just like it became uh, one of those culture war fucking topics where it was either like, you know... It was a sporting event. It's fun to fun to be like, well, do you think or what do you think? Like, 
I literally heard everyone in Brooklyn talking about it that wasn't a comedian. Like I was out getting yeah. tacos and people were talking about it. I'm like, what is, what is your interest in this? I don't, you know. Yeah, it, it was weird how many people who weren't comedians, like, because I understand everyone in the comedy world wants to talk about comedy nonstop all the time. It's the fucking worst. But there was like regular ass people talking about it. Well, because it was like, and, it was it became like a referendum on like whether cancel culture is real. And there was like, it was like maybe a week after Bill Burr and Dave Chappelle both had specials where it was like, oh, is everybody going to get triggered by this? And and then that shit happened. And then it was like, oh, I was like pre-exhausted because you could see every beat of the culture war like story coming. Yeah, yeah. it's just annoying because like it, it, it's it, everyone is just so annoying all at the same time. And Well, it's and, we need content and for content, you need conflict. It is all conflict and it's all like, like, because cancel culture is fucking, you know, stupid in the fact that it is like a fucking woeful, like, replacement for any kind of justice that exists. It's just kind of like, a, it's a spectator sport for the most mm-hmm. part. So it doesn't actually, it doesn't, you know, it's it's basically a shitty alternative to uh, having HR for humanity. Right. I like and, you saying this shirtless in your parents' house. <laughs> listen, I'm at my parents' house because I've been canceled. And <laughs> is that what happens when you get canceled? You have to move back in with your parents? I think so, right? No one yeah. will lease you apartment because you got kicked off of SNL, right? Yeah, yeah. That's part of the, you know, there's like... That's I need your persecution. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bummer, dude. Is, who, is but, that yeah. Aren't you that guy who was canceled from SNL? Dude, so fucking, uh, so the whole online thing was, was going on. Everyone was like talking about it. And then fucking, um, for some reason, so Francesca uh, Fiorentini, my, my girlfriend, mm. who I love oh. very much, and she loves me back. Oh, um, I forgot about so, that. Yeah, so she uh, she tweeted something along the lines of like when I heard that Shane Gillis got fired, I thought to myself, "Oh shit! I hope he doesn't like veer into white nationalism now." Uh, and isn't that fucking crazy that that that's the level of handholding we have to do? We have to say like, "You've been very racist, and I'm sorry, but please, please don't become a Nazi." It was like something along those lines. It was much shorter, of course. Um, than it was said. hella funny. You know what, guys? I'm not going to fucking memorize tweets for your fucking sake. Anyways. Well, if you're going to recite them, then I would hope you would. I'm just giving you the gist. And uh, sometimes my gists are longer than tweets. Um, <laughs> I so, wish my gists were longer. Yeah. I, I enjoy a long gist. I got some big old gisties. <laughs> yeah. Thick, ropey gist. gists. Oh, I just gisted my pants. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> so stupid. So, um, so Francesca wrote this tweet, and then Nick Mullen of the Come Town podcast decided to use this opportunity to sincere post some bullshit like, so you admit then that you did not believe he was racist, and yet you wanted him canceled, and blah, 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 blah. And number one, she, uh, you can be racist and not be a white nationalist. You like, you know, fucking that's that's a ridiculous thing. Not and, all white nationalists. Yeah, I, I mean, not all racists are white. Oh, nationalists. sorry, yeah, that's I, what I was going. You for. Know, yeah, most, yeah. most people, I would say, in general, you know, uh, white white people, especially, uh, harbor a lot of racism without wanting a separate ethno state. Um, but what was fucked up is then, like, 
all of Nick Mullins and Cumtown's like listeners just started going off on on Francesca, calling her all sorts of names and fucking. Well, how and, does it feel to fucking be canceled, huh? How does that feel? Exactly. Everyone was like, you know, what if you were canceled? And also, Francesca was was did not want this dude like fucking canceled. He she didn't say, you know, I want him fired or any of that stuff. She stayed above the fray and just made like a little tweet saying, I hope he doesn't become a Nazi now. Uh, and anyways, then I started defending, you know, her. Oh, and, here comes a white knight. And then everyone was saying like, oh, here's a white knight. Fucking white knighting, and they're like, "Dude, she, uh, you're he's gonna get not so white. Much. He's Jewish." They said, "You're gonna get so much pussy for this, dude." All like sarcastically, and like it, it was like it was almost worse because I was because and you're like, well, well actually, actually, I am fucking her, but yeah, I, I almost <laughs> wanted to say like, actually, uh, we uh, we do have sex, and she loves me very much. And, <laughs> and that's like the worst part. I was like, "Fuck you!" I can't even say that because that's that'll just dig myself deeper. And, uh, yeah, so, and then, um, and then one person, uh, uh, like one person, this happened to Jake Flores too, one, uh, cause he, he like dunked on Nick Mullen and, uh, and like come towns podcast listeners will, uh, will just start claiming that you're a rapist. So <laughs> one of them like called me a rapist and then the other one called, uh, Jake Flores a rapist too. And then one of them uh dug up my or mentioned the fact that i used to be a bone thugs and harmony uh cover uh artist uh-huh. uh, uh, and i was like oh yeah that's right if i ever do get canceled it'll be because uh i have that video of me say, uh, doing first of the month where i do all of the lyrics and uh and it was just the my first realization and i was just like yeah that that i think that's probably what'll get me the closest to being canceled you know? Do you think Pussy Worms is going to get me canceled, or is that <laughs> so relatable? I think Pussy Worms will get us canceled. I think, I think, because I think I thought we were, we oh, were doing. He's rad, Tad the dog face bartender. Oh, cool, my shin guards. Uh, <laughs> I like yeah. just yeah, do best of Jane hits. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, this, yeah, this, just all all the hits all at once. I but mean, yeah, Rad Tad slept with my friend, by the way. Oh. oh, fuck him and his dog face. Um, yeah. So, I, I, anyways, it turns out like the Cumtown fan base is insane. I, I didn't know this, but they're like, they're like, I like, they seem like black pill nihilists. Someone told me that Cumtown was like a like a socialist thing, but then it turned out that is not. I guess I, I don't. Know. I don't really like any podcast that has a big group of young white men who like stand for really deeply is upsetting for me. Oh wait. Oh no. <laughs> oh. Well, yeah. you did say really big. Let's be real. <laughs> we. Uh, you guys we, have enough. We're medium at best. I just felt like that when that thing happened, I was like, you know, come all right, down. everybody in this argument has like the kernel of a good point, and everybody's gonna like make it so extreme that everybody's going to be equally uh, intolerable. Like everybody's going to twist this into whatever their point is. Uh, yeah. And it's going to be terrible. And so I just didn't want to subscribe to any of it. Hey, remember kids don't argue on the internet, even though I think that's Matt's whole job, right? Yeah. I'm much more Wait, of an intellectual. I'd rather read like a, a 12,000 word 
uh, New York Magazine uh, piece about why one person in New York is a piece of shit. Oh, that was great. That's my favorite great. genre of internet. I love those, especially someone in New York media. Yeah, the New York media. Yeah, that's a real one. There's this girl. We're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's canceled now. Did you hear that? That dude got he got permanently canceled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he got canceled by uh, Hillary Clinton. That's a real self. <laughs> no, Clinton, that's a self hashtag, canceled. Hashtag Clinton think, body count. You, you, you think when they found his dead body, there's like, oh shit, he corn cobbed. Uh, that's so specific. Oh, he, he he's been milkshake ducked to death. Yeah. I guess he was never good, so he couldn't be a milkshake duck. Anyway, yeah, we've gone way, but no, there was a, this girl Caroline Calloway who, uh, I guess became like some oh. sort of self help guru, and she was a very minor influencer comparatively. But. Yeah, but like she got a apparently like she had gotten some sort of. Instagram following. She only had like 50,000 Instagram followers at the time. And she got a book deal out and of it. And somehow like... she got a book deal with a $350,000 advance, which is Jesus fucking, Christ. fucking insane. And I actually know the agent that, that she used because he's like Drew McGarry's agent and a couple oh. other people I know. I've, I've like met him. And then I'm just thinking like, dude, did you plant this story? Because if you got... Uh, someone with fifty, some like twenty-one-year-old girl with fifty thousand Instagram followers, a three hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollar book advance. That's uh, that's some good agenting right there, you know. That is, that's that's top of the line agenting. So Can anyway, I meet this guy. I no. think, yeah, I want you want to. Um, yeah, I'll so, take a meeting. So then, she, I don't know. She had a book deal, and then this her, I guess her friend who was like her ghostwriter. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, you know, uh, she wrote like a an enormous takedown about like how her friend uh, was gaslighting. I feel like you can't be like a millennial girl and have a disagreement with her with your friend without them like gaslighting you. It always becomes like, oh, this was emotional abuse that she was uh, she gaslighted me. But really, they kind of were just they're just know. bad college friends. Yeah, like, I've had those. Yeah, yeah, I've been there. Like the yeah. the falling out was because. She went home with some dude, and then her friend went home and passed out and wouldn't answer her phone. And I'm like, uh, that's every girl in the village every week. She's like, you don't care about me anymore. I'm like, that's happened to all of my friends at least ten times. Right. Yeah, that's just part of growing up. Yeah. Also, there's some like pill addiction involved that like kind of gets like. I've, I feel like it got kind of glossed over in the piece where she's like, and she was addicted to pills. And it's like, well, that's a big part of, you know, when yeah. somebody stops being a good friend, yeah. you know. It was yeah, a it vi- definitely doesn't help the friendship. It felt like a very minor thing, but I read the shit out of that story. Oh, yeah, I loved it. That's like by far my favorite genre of story. Yeah, that's right. I, 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 I low-key remember that. Wasn't that uh, from The Cut? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Yeah. Even- I love the cat. So Jane, Hell yeah, dude. Jane, you got a cat now. Did we talk about this on a podcast yet? I don't think we have. I don't think we've caught up since I got murdered. No. Yeah, you got murdered by a cat. You you haven't talked about this on on the podcast yet. I talked about getting murdered. I told the whole story, but I I haven't updated on my um, current life partner Toby. Oh, humping the blanket that I'm wearing right now. 
I'm just saying, dude, you know, like some of us are trying to build a career from eating crickets on the internet and you're <laughs> fucking it up. <laughs> you're fucking it up. Let me live. All right. Was that Let bad? I can't even reference roots anymore. No, let's just let's stay safe. Okay. I've been hanging out with Rhett and Link a lot, and I've noticed that the best way to keep from being canceled is to just eat cricket <laughs> and just fucking try different. Is that the new way to eat crow? Is to eat crickets? Eat crickets, dude. Different flavored chips. You know, talking food challenges. Talking about. You're getting ready for the post-apocalyptic when like crickets are the only protein we can have. I think it was uh, because of pirate food. It was. Uh, it was. Uh, it was the episode where uh, it was National Talk Like a Pirate Day, and uh, and That's one of my the, dog's birthday. One of the things pirates eat was crickets. That's coming up. That's September 19th, so you're going to have to eat crickets again. Hey, hey, you know why pirates uh, take a long time to learn the alphabet? No, don't do this. <laughs> I, I, because, I want to know why. Because they spend years at sea. Oh, all right. Actually, I thought that, there was going to be an R in I thought there was going to be an R joke. Too, no, 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 no. That's, that's like an RNG guy you didn't say banana kind of thing. No, that's like, you. did you know why the pirate, uh, did you hear about the pirate that walked into a bar with a steering wheel hanging from his uh, belt? No. Why? I want to know. Well, the, the bartender's like, hey, man, what's, uh, you got a steering wheel hanging from your belt. And the pirate says, yar, it's driving me nuts. Oh, that's good. Why does he have to be a pirate for that one to work? Uh, That's a a really good question. (laughs) Yeah, I never thought about it. I never really interrogated that before. (laughs) Like, just for the R? (laughs) There's no reason. There's no reason. A man could walk in a bar with... It could be an Irish guy. He's like, oh, Jesus. Jesus. He's driving me nuts. nuts. It could be a Liverpudlian. It could be Paul McCartney. (laughs) He's driving me nuts. (laughs) Could be Jewish John Lennon. Hi, he's driving me nuts. (laughs) I voted for BB Netanyahu. Uh, (laughs) uh, So why was six uh, afraid of seven? Why? Because seven, eight, nine, (laughs) eleven. Oh, I was working in One World Trade Center on uh, on 9-11 this year. It was my first 9-11 inside the World Trade Center. Oh, that's right. That's right. I visited you at the Freedom Tower. And that's we right. had lunch in the Freedom Tower food court. Mm-hmm. They have a food was, court there? Yeah, dude. They have a fucking the full service food court. That seems they a got, little, little crass. It is one of my favorite tomorrow. things about... Uh, downtown is that they blew up our trade centers our world trade centers and we built two malls yeah dude yeah take that take that i love it they'll never win yeah no all kind of wishes they had as many malls as downtown new york Mm, the oculus and brookfield plays and they're connected via tunnel right yeah, you don't even have to go outside to go to the mall. It rules. You can stay inside and go from one food court to another. Yes. And it's just like, it's like a dream, dude. My trip to New York, I realized two things. Number that- one, that uh, doing comedy in New York uh, is probably hard. Mm-hmm. And two, that it's a dream place to live if you love mall. Why do you think yes. it's hard? I'm cu- Wait, hold on. I'm curious about why oh, it's man. harder. 
I thought it was, this is just obviously, you know, uh, Jane, you've been living there for a while, so I'll, I'll field this question. <laughs> um, uh, uh, from, from my week-long stay there, I realized that, like, in L.A., it's hard to get booked, just like it's hard to get booked in, in New York. Uh, but the difference is, is L.A.'s got cheaper housing, so you mm. don't have to be working all the time. You can actually, you know, a lot of L.A. comics, you know, have, you know, just a couple of odd jobs and and can support themselves and and live in a place. Whereas like New York is so expensive that most of the comics I know who, who move there uh, have, you know, very uh, intensive full time jobs. And and it, and it can that be sounds, a bummer. That sounds better. What having a full time job? No, like then having to watch comics who are all like you know trying to book a guest slot on a sitcom, which that's what seems like L.A. comics are like. This is this is I'm not really trying to make you laugh. I'm just trying to establish my brand so you could hire me as like the wacky guy on a thing. New York's kind of like that too, though. Yeah, it's, it's like it's less um, for TV and more for like I don't know. People are just a trying show on, to be a show on Sirius XM. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, that's got to be annoying. That, that's cool, though. I'd like a show on SiriusXM. So, Jane, so what's the worst part about comedy in New York? Um, no one books me. That's it. Okay. And what's the second worst part? Um, open mics are hard here. They, they are? I thought that was the one good thing. No, it's just like... It's just there's I I haven't found I I found camaraderie one on one but I I haven't there's not a lot of love in the scene and I feel like uh. um, when I was in San Francisco it, it felt like it, as long as you were funny it would it would work out but right. like here it's like I feel like if I don't have like a late night credit then I can't get booked on bar shows yeah that's that's very annoying even though whenever I go up I do really well but. You would know, you say nobody knows that? Would you say you're missing the camaraderie? The camaraderie? The camaraderie? The camaraderie? Mm-hmm. No, he's, not he's that making, part. He's making a frat pun. Yeah, I know he's making a frat pun. Um, I don't miss you guys, oh, but okay. thank you for implying it. So your cat, nice of you to think that your cat. So you you had a cat. It tried to kill you just to catch mm-hmm. everybody up, and now you got a new cat. Now you got I, Toby. Now I got Toby, and uh, yeah, he's. An asshole, um, but he's—I uh, like him a lot. He's very snuggly. But you got right back <laughs> on that cat horse. Um, actually, I didn't. It took me a little while, and he uh, showed up in my life. He was—he just came out of came out of nowhere. So, Are, were you scared a little bit? You were like, "Oh no, another one's after me." <laughs> um, not really, actually. That's good. Yeah, I, did- for some reason, I didn't get like any cat cat fear, or like you know, when you eat a bunch of chocolate cake and then you can't eat chocolate. Yeah, I mean this kind of well, this kind of makes me less tolerant of people's like dog hangups. You know, every once in a while, you, you, like someone is like, "Oh no, I get scared around dogs." And and part of me has always been like, "All right, well, whatever. You're a fucking adult now, you know." But like, yeah. this just gives wow, me more. That sounds very open and nice. Of no, you. it's not. I'm like a Nazi when it comes to dogs. But like, uh, you're canceled again, dude. What the fuck? And so now when it happens, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, you had a bad experience with dogs, so you can't be around a dog." Pretty sure Jane Harrison literally almost got killed by her own cat and then you know like eight months later she went out and got a new cat but uh, uh, jane did you find that cat 
Was that a found cat or was that a like a, a pound cat? The one that tried to kill me or took yeah. the, 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 one the one that tried to kill you. He was um, feral and they had neutered him, but I've been watching a lot of cat rescue videos. Sure, sure. Um, it's in my genre right now is animal rescue. The more matted the fur, the more I love it. If the oh, dog yeah. looks like a fucking like uh, rat covered in scales and then it yeah. turns into a little fluffy puppy, oh my god! I yeah, love that's that. that's the Cinderella story of our time. I love those. Um, but I'm watching kid cat rescues and uh, cats are not supposed if they're like over like two months and they're feral, you're you shouldn't adopt them. They should go back to the street. Really. Yeah, you, they sh- should get neutered and go back to the street because they're just not going to be um, house pets. And the cat that they gave me was taken off the street like two weeks before. Damn. And was a two like was way more than two months old. He was like a couple of years old. That's fucked up. Which so, is why he tried to murder me. Yeah, he wasn't, yeah. He was a street cat, and somebody just is not good at cat rescue and tried to give him to me so what do you mean when you say go back to the streets is there like a a neighborhood where you just like drop off the cats and it's chill you drop them off where you found them huh there's cat there's little cat colonies all over the place there's a lot of feral street cats people take care of them and you get them spayed and neutered and you just deal with them that's that's interesting i feel like so that means there's like whole cat communities somewhere yeah there's one on my block is it like a gang yeah, some of them fight with each other, and but some of them hang out. It's like sell, um, do they sell do you drugs? Know, do you know that um, it's like oh, it's Andrew Lloyd Webber, Jesus and, Christ Superstar. <laughs> yes, no, but it's with cats. What's it called? Ooh, uh, I never heard of it. Is that one Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Yeah, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Tabby Cat. That's it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I see. I seen it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like that. I think James Corden's gonna be that. Dude, what a talent! <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, he's just one of those guys. It's like, thank God he came to America because we know. were really missing this genre of Josh Gad. <laughs> yeah, you know? we needed a Josh like, Gad yeah. with an accent. Well, yeah, we have Josh Gad, but like, is there someone who's worse? <laughs> and they're like, we they got one over. Uh, over in England, I was like, "Send them on over, dude, because we're we're getting bored here." Yeah, boring keep, ass Josh. <laughs> I keep seeing, you know, those like shitty headlines at the bottom of the news posts, like the the clickbait, like slurry, the clickbait slurry thumbnails at the bottom of certain. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I keep seeing the one. one my favorite. They'll show Anne Hathaway, and they'll be like, "I bet you didn't know this bitch is dead." And you're like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My, fav- like, my favorite. My favorite one. These is- twin children actors from the '90s got hot. That's my favorite yeah. one. Yeah, you'll never believe what this chick looks like now. Uh, yeah, and then it's like Kate Winslet. No, but there's one with uh, Jimmy Fallon, and it looks like a selfie where he has like some sort of weird mustache like i don't know if it was a, from a saturday night live skit, oh, skit, yeah, or, sketch or something and it just says proof that jimmy fallon is just a really bad dude <laughs> i love it when uh accidentally the clickbait down there gets me when, <laughs> yeah. when i'm like whoever they hired to write this new wave of like a, a flurry of clickbait actually is pretty deeply in touch with my psychograph. 
Proof that and, James Corden is actually just a lame ass British Josh Gad. Yeah, I'd be like, damn, dude, they get me. And, <laughs> and like, was Jeffrey Epstein murdered? Here's the proof. And it's like, yup, 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 yup. It's like everything I want, man. It used to be, you know, that that shit was boring. You know, it would just be a picture of Obama. And he's like, is Obama a good president? No, hell no. And yeah. then you click on it because you'd be like, where's the yes? I love every once in a while I'll stumble on one that's like a Trump one that's like, do you stand with our president? And I'm like, oops, you got the wrong cookies. Wrong cookies yeah. for you. Yeah, I always wonder. What, yeah, because I get that too sometimes. And I'm wondering, like, where along the line in my Google algorithm did I accidentally veer into that territory? I, and uh, I think I know what it is. I think it's whatever my porn searches are. Yeah, I think it's all the Sarah Palin porn searches you've been doing. Exactly, exactly. Like, that's my shit. Oh, I she's single now, man. Yeah. Oh, that's right. They broke up. The greatest love story of our times. Tad. His name was Tad? Wasn't it? Rad Tad? <laughs> Rad. I feel like it was Tad. Right? Rad Tad, the snow-faced Palin. <laughs> you gave up so quick. Yeah. Do the joke and post. <laughs> I bet it'll be good. <laughs> yeah, just add it later. Oh, it was funny. Like, no. So I watched the Alec Baldwin roast live. And, oh, uh, and it is, it is, it is funny watching, uh, you know, like when they flub a joke, they just redo it. Oh, for real? Yeah. Cause it's like a taping. And so people would just like, you know, they'd flub a line and then they'd like redo it. And the second line read was always worse somehow. Like they would always rush through it. Yeah. Cause they're so embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. That would be rough. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Sounds pretty shitty, man. Yeah, I should get into roast comedy in New York. I think that would be a good genre for me, right? Oh, absolutely. absolutely. I thought about it too, and then I realized like I am too sensitive to do a roast battle. Like, Re- I, really? Oh, I'm so sensitive. Bullshit! Like, you roasted Eric Berry when we did Eric Berry's roast. No, I can roast, but I'm too sensitive to do a battle where someone oh. else has to roast me back. Oh, by like, the way, Eric I will Berry. Crumble is haunting me across the u.s i know i know he matched with me on hinge as my most compatible dude he came out well he came out you guys have to date now sorry like we don't make the rules you guys are very compatible you know you're both white (laughs) that's about it um no i i when i was in new york for a week uh i did a show at a bar I did many shows at a bar, but I did this one show at a bar and Eric Berry was there and our conversation um, was very long and drawn out, which was too bad because there was a couple of other people who I uh, used to were in the same apartment complex as me who came out to see me and I wanted to hang out with them. But Eric Berry just kind of kept going for like a long time, just talking, talking. And the the conversation was basically him just going like, you know, I'm not doing stand-up that much anymore, but, like, I'm probably going to get back into it. The whole <laughs> he conversation. told me that in Chicago two years ago. Dude, he just kept saying it over and over again, and I wanted to be like, dude, do you? Like, I, I, I don't, why am I a reflection of that? Just, whatever, dude. You're, you're living your life, you're living in New York, you're probably, like, smashing, you know, hella, hella coups. You're probably... <laughs> oh, but I say Did broad, guys... and it's a bad thing? 
there's well, something about coups works, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's different. Um, oh, did you okay. guys discuss on the podcast his HuffPost um, Why I'm leaving Chicago? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. we had to have talked about that. Did you Didn't talk we? about it with me? Because I have, like, specific insight into it. I'm, but yeah, I'm 90% sure we talked about it, but go ahead. Go off. Yeah, I don't think we talked about it I think you. we talked about it, but go off. Go I, off. Maybe please. we did. Uh, just that, like, the girls he's describing in it, like, I, someone I knew knew them, and they were like, he was a fucking creep. And, like, oh, everybody yeah. in Chicago was like... Who the fuck are you? Like, yeah, I mean, so I think annoying. he came. I think any. It was obvious to anybody that read that that he was the creepy one in that situation. Yeah. So I yeah, just showed it, up to these random girls' table, and they weren't even being friendly to me, probably because they're all like lame and midwestern. And I was yeah, like, no, Yeah, I don't. I don't he, think that he was. He literally it. wrote in the article. He wrote. Uh, I went up to them to like buy them a drink, and they were like, "We're not interested." And I was like, uh, "I don't even want to fuck." Like, I, I mean, I totally would have, but I didn't want to. Like, he wrote, I totally would have. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, who are you? And why would you do this to yourself? But there's there's uh, no one who's a more of a glutton for punishment that I've ever met in my goddamn life than yeah. Eric. And God bless him, actually. Because, like, you know, most people don't have self-destructive nature you know everyone's so into their own self-preservation no one's like you know what i'm into fucking implosions that's what i'm into he's been trying to cancel himself he's been trying to get himself canceled for years now i do it so yeah that's Um, the thing about getting canceled. you have to be you have to get big enough to be canceled and he's like trying to prove that wrong you know, because he gets canceled every few years for the dumb like Huff Post <laughs> things okay. that he writes. So I have a question that's sort of about pop culture. Um, Wait, before you do that, my phone is dying, and so am I. I've got twenty percent battery left. Okay, that's fine. You gonna leave us? You wanna go? Um, do you you, let's do this last question, and then I'll hop off. You can't play. Okay, all right. Yeah, we don't want to stay here too long. We don't overstay our welcome with the shitty connection anyway. So like. Does there come a point at, at which a person's like too old uh, to be canceled? And uh, the reason I asked this is because I saw Rambo uh, this week. Oh, and, that's right. You wrote a whole thing on Rambo. And so number one, it was a pretty fun movie, but it's like incredibly racist. Like the, like the subtext of the entire movie is that uh, Mexicans are rapists and, and murderers. And uh, Rambo's niece goes to Mexico for one night and immediately gets drub- drugged, raped, and sold into sex slavery. And uh, yeah, th- that makes sense. And then Rambo kills it's like the mule. Everyone, yeah. yeah. So like, but but like, uh, and then Stallone has like had a rape allegation. Like I don't know, not even very long ago. And really? Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, there, here's here's an article from the Daily Mail in 2017. Uh, Sylvester Stallone was accused of sexual assault by a 16-year-old girl while he was filming a movie in Las Vegas in the late 80s. Uh, according Jesus to a bombshell Christ. police report obtained by DailyMail.com, uh, the Rocky actor was 40 years old when an unnamed teenager disclosed to Las Vegas police that she had been intimidated into having sex with him and his bodyguard, Mike DeLuca, at the former Las Vegas Hilton Hotel in July 1986. Fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, but like, uh, but like, I feel so is like that what, is that what Rambo's about? No, it's not. But I feel like I feel like Stallone is uncancelable. Oh, because he hasn't been canceled for for his being uh, uh, an accused rapist. 
I guess not. I mean, uh, I didn't even know that that was a story. Yeah, that was a story, and I think I feel like if you're if you're over a certain age, people are just like, eh, he's old. I don't know. Shit would have happened. I don't think that's true because, like, you know, fucking what's his name? Kevin Spacey was old. He got fucking canceled. Harvey yeah. Weinstein's old. Uh, uh, is it just because is Stallone? Not- it was old as shit. His eye didn't work. Yeah, yeah. That dude had a fucking wonky eye. And he, he got canceled. Is, is it because really is, is it because he doesn't do comedy? Is it because he's kind of like a quasi like right wing action hero? I do think there is protection if you come from it, like culturally the world of the right wing, because that means your fan base is like automatically like bitches lie. You know? <laughs> yeah. So so like. The, that's the right gets afforded all sorts of protections as long as there isn't legal action. We and, got rid of Frank and Lickety Split. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, like really, it all it serves to like the people who end up getting canceled. Like, okay, we also Although need- that donor in uh, L.A. that keeps overdosing guys. Is uh, right, an exception think, to that. I think we need to distinguish. Uh, between getting canceled, quote unquote, and like arrested, uh, arrested or uh, have like actual journalists, like the Me Too movement, people equate that with like cancellation, and they are so very different. Not to say that there isn't a uh, a cancel uh, like thread in there that that puts them together because social media obviously was was a useful tool but like all the people who got me too uh were all uh had journalists actually like find out information on them and are either there's also something to be said about older celebrities who get canceled but not me too'd in right. that they, it, in that they have it's just forced retirement for them like it's not it's yeah. not like i have to keep working like it's like well i guess i can't you know just be a bankable movie star from now like a mel gibson you know right he's like he was in forced retirement basically i mean he was although like he is he's back and fucking doing he's gonna do a movie about the rothschilds cool. is he really yeah, dude, straight up. It's like a fucking flat earther doing the planet Earth series. <laughs> when I shouted, when I shouted, oh, really, my phone thought I said, hey, Siri. And it was like, hey, what's up, dude? What do you want? Yeah. I was wondering. I thought that was Matt's mom apologizing. <laughs> yeah. I, what did my mom with Siri? <laughs> be sick, dude. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, but that that's kind of the annoying thing about, like, the right wing take on Me Too is that they are, like, their whole thing with cancel culture and me too is they think it's like the same thing and it's like no cancel culture in general is you know i would say driven by a fuck ton of clout sharks who are just very excited to why are you laughing what's happening <laughs> for the listeners matt is back lit, but his front isn't lit so he looks like some kind of whistleblower <laughs> he, he looks like he looks like a shirtless whistle, whistleblower yeah like like if uh, 60 yeah. minutes came and interviewed a guy about yeah, like drug I, cartels but he didn't have a I, shirt on i'm just a silhouette right now and he had like really yeah. fluffy like jewish hair Right, yeah, with headphones on. It's very like, they can't know my location. Here's my anonymous take on cancel culture. Uh, um, I need to be in fucking silhouette and fucking anonymous because this podcast is going to be fucking canceled. 
But Can I'm you mod- saying, modulate your voice at all? Uh, so cancel culture. Hey, this is Jesse Ventura. <laughs> um, like, like, like uh, the, uh, cancel culture is people online, like, you know, uh, it's clout sharks finding reasons to be fucking better than people half the time. And occasionally it's people who uh, actually deserve to see, you know, to fucking to see some sort of consequences for their actions. But most of the time it's just clout sharks. And like Me Too was by and large a movement driven by actual journalism. Like people won Pulitzers for that shit. So I don't know. I'm just saying it's like uh, older people probably get canceled less because like they're barely on Twitter. Yeah. You know, so so they can't. Also, he's probably like, you can't cancel me. I am the law. I can't do. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Whereas like, I mean, it is kind of weird that he didn't get straight up uh, arrested for fucking rape. I think that's, maybe that's why he hasn't been canceled because like nothing came of the charges and it was just kind of like, oh. Yeah. It was Las Vegas in the 80s, baby. She was 16. Who gives a fuck? Everyone <laughs> was raping everyone. Oh! That's, yeah. Andrew that's, ra- Rape Clay. Yeah, that's the yeah, exact... Yeah, yeah. We're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm going to go, but let me plug my podcast. Yay. Do it. Um, I have a great podcast called Significant Others with Mara Wiles, and it's so funny, and we talk about famous couples and my relationship and Mara's relationship, and we just get down and dirty, baby. And, and you guys never have crappy Skype connections, because you never forget your SD cards. No, and we Wait, usually do, do them I together. The, I have the crappy Skype connection? I don't know. Okay. We'll see. Well, yeah. I, I hope that my audio has been coming through. Mm. Sure, it has. Okay, good, because uh, this recording I've been trying to do is, is, is not going well. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I have it, but I'm peaking a lot, and I keep trying to turn my microphone down. It's not working. Anyways, we should let Jane go. She's got to mm-hmm. go to the 9-11 building. Yeah, <laughs> follow me on uh, in, uh, Twitter at me, Jane, you shut up, and on Instagram at Janefer with five R's. And, and uh, uh, significant others podcasts. You you can find it everywhere. Podcasts are given out for free. That's right. It's on Spotify. It's on iTunes. It's all over the place. It's got its own Instagram. Do it. Oh yeah. Do it. Cool. We did um, uh, Megan Rapino and uh, Sue Bird this week, and it was great. It was very fun. Isn't it rapping now? It might be. I don't know. Yeah. You just wanted to say the R word. Rapino. Rap. Yeah. I love it- rap. It's good oh, music. I mean, I love rape. Sorry. Whoa! Now I'm you're canceled. canceled. Oh, oh, okay, man. I love you guys. Love, love you. Love you. Bye. Bye. Now, if she leaves, we're still together, right? Yeah. I mean, Hell we can yeah. we can leave now. I got we got a voicemail. I don't know what's on it. Well, I probably won't be able to listen to it, right? That's true. Yeah, you won't. Damn, dude! What a you know uh, what a handicap us not being together is. It's almost it's almost like uh, you uh, should just come back to LA r- right now and finish recording this podcast. <clears throat> Why is there paper on the on the I don't posters? know. I don't know. I came in here and but, uh, these posters that are in my old room have uh, sheets of paper taped over them. I don't know why. For those of you listening at home or in your cars or just listening in general. Uh, all of the posters in my room have a single 
sheet of eight and a half by eleven uh, white printer paper, just scotch taped on on top <laughs> yeah. of it. It's like you, if, I, if your room was a toilet, like your parents came in and put the little toilet seat cover like over yeah. certain things in it. I had to look under to remember what the posters were, and it's like, was there a child staying in here? Are there is it are there titties on there? There's no titties. I don't understand it, dude. I don't even get it either. I don't get it, man. Uh, what about emails? Did we get emails? Uh, yeah, well, let's see. We got a couple. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Emails. Um, hey guys, uh, I just watched. Uh, or sorry, subject line. Did Bill Burr stop being funny? Uh, I just watched part of his new special, and I couldn't make it 10 minutes in. Did he get old and stop being funny? Did our comedy sensibilities change? I remember loving his stuff a few years ago, but his last two specials seemed like he basically lost any self-awareness that his jokes ever had. Thank you, Comedy Arbiters. Damn. Um, I mean, I I haven't seen his new special, so I can't really comment on it. But I will say I have seen him live a couple times in the last few months and uh have you yeah at the store and oh, okay. like oh at the store like just at oh, the grocery sorry. store no like, the comedy store uh we call go it to, the store did you go, go to john's or, or vaughn's or ralph's no dude i'm sorry i'm at the comedy store it's what we call it when when you're a comedian oh, who's okay. like kind of eats a lot of crickets on the internet no big deal but um uh and he was fucking hilarious uh when i saw him live my take is that the problem isn't the com- the comedians the problem is the medium i mean there are comedians who were funny who got who've gotten significantly less funny in their specials mm-hmm. but if you see them live you will chances are you will enjoy the fuck out of them because live comedy that's where comedy is supposed to be seen specials are packaged versions of it and you're kind of you're you're not enjoying it the same way i used to love specials and now i can't stand them yeah i you know i like i think it's um yeah i definitely don't rush out to watch any comedy so i still haven't watched bill burr i still haven't watched the Chappelle. but i think part of that is because they're always pitched to me as like uh you know you gotta you gotta watch this so that like the libs don't win or you gotta watch this so that the misogynists don't win and i'm kind of like i don't yeah exactly i don't care like is it funny like that's why i like the roast because it's that's it's like the super old hacky format where it's you know just set up punchline the whole time and i kind of i kind of like that i appreciate that and um i also think part of it is that like comedy's so oversaturated right now or we're so oversaturated with comedy that I think it's very much not about the jokes anymore. Like it's it's kind of it almost seems like a personal branding exercise. Oh, it's all brand, dude. And so it's like all fucking brand. Like the like when a comedy special comes out, it seems like they don't sell it as like this is really funny. It's like, oh, you got to see Gary Goleman talk about like depression, and I'm like, I don't yeah fucking care. Don't... Like that's like why are you selling me his brand? Like what is. I don't know. It's it's always Oh, I completely agree. And I don't really care like the whole thing about stand-up comedy that I liked was that it really didn't matter what the content was. Like it was great when Richard Pryor was like talking about, you know, growing up in a whorehouse or whatever crazy shit. But that was yeah. more just because he was so good at making it funny. I wasn't like I mean that was why it, he, he was a revelation cuz he was funny. Like I don't right. know. Like you enjoyed it 
because the jokes were good. Right. And now it seems like it's trying they're trying to make it about the content itself somehow and uh That's why the, the special is so much different than seeing it live cuz the connection seeing it live your the context just totally changes. What you're seeing in a special is is the brand. It is the like uh this is the person's like this is who that person is on on a very important level it's always like it's 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 they're just trying to sell you on the world view that you should be consuming if you are you know mm-hmm. right or left absolutely or it is it's trying to sell you a worldview that's exactly it and 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 live it's like you know it's not that you won't see some of the same jokes but like what you will see is a very specific connection with the audience if they are a good comic that isn't uh it isn't coming from a place of like oh this is to this i am speaking to everyone in their living rooms right now it's coming from a place of everyone came to see me and i'm doing like a uh i'm just going to talk about some shit i saw outside and i'm going to talk about like something that happened earlier that day uh, in the news and stuff, and then they get into like other material. But you're basically seeing someone kind of like work stuff out, and you kind of give it more of a, uh, you let it breathe a little bit. You mm-hmm. give them a little bit more space to kind of experiment. And uh, whereas like the packaging that's involved in a special is just like it's just so manufactured now that I just can't, I just can't enjoy it because I don't feel like I'm really seeing the real thing. I feel like I'm seeing like a bastardized bastardized version of what the comic is trying to do and and it's like it's just a marketing tool it's like saying like you know uh fucking you you know I could see Radiohead live but what I really want to see is music videos it's like no I don't fucking <laughs> yeah. care music videos are commercials for an album you're supposed to buy right you know and albums are commercials for a live band you're supposed to see it's all exists in that one moment and then it's gone that's the best thing about stand-up mm-hmm. yeah dude, i got so, so deep no i think that's i think yeah i think you're like you're you're, you're reacting to not a flesh and blood human you treat a right. flesh and blood human differently than you do someone on a screen because you're not hey, completely like you don't have there's no social contract between you uh, yeah that being said like i used to love listening to me too. maybe not necessarily watching them on tv but definitely listening to them on, on tape and i used to love it and uh i i used i used to love uh listening to comedy albums i used to love watching specials and i think just being seeing so much stand-up live has made me kind of only enjoy live stand-up and and even that i i don't like as much like uh so we're probably not the arbiters this is this is why i think <laughs> comedy fandom should only be done by people who barely see comedy <laughs> yeah it, like, like comedy critiques should only be written you should only be allowed to write one comedy critique and it should be the first special you ever watch <laughs> that that should be it. i do, I do like, feel like it's more like magic than anything else like it's more like it a, a magic show but then i wonder i mean do uh, like magicians probably don't enjoy other magicians magic that much do they like they probably do if they if they see them do something that they don't know how they did it. Yeah, you know, like like I enjoy 
seeing stand-up when I see something that I haven't seen before, or I'm seeing someone who I really, really like, and I just love the way that I love their timing and I love, you know, the way that they write mm-hmm. and the way that they speak. Like, you know, so I bet it's the same with magicians, but in general, most comedy I see, I know how the magic trick is done so I can guess the punchline. And it's always like when I'm surprised, that's when I enjoy it the most. Yeah. And that's all punchlines are surprises. You guys, that's it. I just little surprises. Yeah. Well, you guys, uh, thanks for listening to us even though we had we'll have we'll have better sound in the future i hope i guarantee we will i'm gonna buy another sd card uh i wonder if i can return this one i feel like i should be able to but i also am very lazy <laughs> so uh well, i mean we'll see that's, we'll that's see. a good teaser for the next episode people can find yeah. out whether you bought a new sd card or not i think the next episode we will actually be uh together so that'll be nice yeah i mean maybe i don't really know who knows? Here's the thing. Who could say? If the SD card is working, you won't know. Yeah, it'll be a surprise. Because, because it, no, I mean, no, because like that means we will have both recorded on our Zooms, and you won't know the difference between us recording on our Zooms in different places or being in the same room. Nope. Right? It'll be seamless. Perfectly seamless. Yeah, I hope it is seamless. I've actually never listened to any of the episodes we've done in the last five years. That's yeah. Says a lot. Says a lot. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Patreon.com slash fraudcast. We got some great fucking, you know, bonus frauds coming straight at you every week ish or something. Uh, And uh, yeah, what's uh, fraudcast at gmail.com? Please email us. Vince, what's the Google Voice number? 415 275 0030. Stop doing emojis, dude. Are you doing those on purpose? <laughs> what are you talking fucking about? Skype, Skype emojis. You're doing a lot of crying and laughing and a thumbs up. I fucking hate you. And until next time, I love you. I was just kidding. Good night and good chins.